sir. We wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the California Penal League podcast. I am Steve. With me, as always, is Chris and Anthony Fabiano. Uh, we are very ready for the season to start. We are uh, in the midst of spring training, the last full week of spring training as the season begins. I kind of have completely lost all concept of time, when anything space, is happening. And <laughs> anything. I don't know what when... month we're in yet. <laughs> as far as I know, spring training is going on for another like three months, maybe. I have no clue. Like It's going to be really weird when it just like breaks camp randomly and you're just like he's here's the roster and we're starting so uh and steven kwan's still here as of this recording so we're gonna get into <laughs> oh and you jinxed it oh, <laughs> i know no. for we, i know for a no, fact wait, wait, with breaking news actually they're replacing him with tadley zimmer bradley zimmer's much older and less <laughs> athletic brother <laughs> with an even longer swing yeah he's, he's only third he, base yeah, he's only expected to strike out 300 times this season. <laughs> oh, all right, we're going to get into all that. Uh, just so everybody knows, we're dealing with all sorts of fun stuff over here. I had to move where I'm sitting, typically, because my Wi-Fi is so terrible. There's a whining dog in uh, the background of Chris's feed. So. <laughs> and yeah. one of my kids might pop in, so we'll Guys, see what happens. Guys, if it gets, if, yeah. if it gets bad, I will... I'm going to remove the dog from Chris is such a team player that he would euthanize his dog for an episode. <laughs> all it's all I'm for, nor, I'm neither going to confirm nor deny that. That's how much, that's how much we love our audience. Um, but yeah, so we're this episode, we're going to kind of focus a little bit on sort of the Michael Vick salivating right now. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh no. We're not even two minutes in. <laughs> Anyway, we're um, not going to talk about Michael Vick probably anymore, but we'll see. Uh, we are going to talk about well, just sort of things organically. Right. Okay, hold on. Okay, <laughs> correct. We can't be making bold statements like that. If he comes Don't up organically, out. sure. You Don't know, rule anything we gotta, out. We gotta. We can't rule it out. Yeah, we okay. don't no, that makes sense. To, right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, okay. So, so kind of just thinking in terms of where the guardians roster stands as spring training kind of is winding down. Some players are being optioned back to triple a one of the biggest, I guess you could say disappointments in that arena has been uh, Gabriel Arias Arias uh, has been yeah. optioned back. Um, no, I mean, you know, you could it's say not it's surprising. No I don't think, no, you could say that it's a service time thing, but also, if you're looking at everybody else who's been uh, who everybody else is on the roster uh, and how they've been like hitting this spring, it makes sense that he would at least go down there to begin because there's really no other choice for the guardians at this point. They kind of put themselves kind of jumping into this thought is they put themselves in this position by not being able to unload anybody in the off season. You're, mm-hmm. they, they have an, they have the, the full roster still of guys that we all thought at some point could be traded. So yeah, they still have the situation. More, they have like 80 spots for a 40 man roster. Yes. Or 80 guys so, vying for 40 man roster. 
so yeah, so you know, it currently it's looking like the smartest thing they've ever done. Of course, Arizona stats can be deceiving, but you've got like everybody from like Yu Chang, Ernie Clement, Owen Miller, um, Arias was Gabriel, uh, Andre Jimenez, uh, Stephen Kwan, like literally all of them are just tearing the cover off the ball this spring. And, you know, I look, I, I understand. And I don't want it to sound like I'm not, you know, disappointed in it. I understand people's absolute frustration with the fact that they that the Guardians went and spent under a million dollars in free agency. Is but, that official? Because I thought that number jumped up with Shaw signing now. Oh, that's right. So, so we're about four like, million dollars. Yeah, that's but true. Spend three million dollars on Shaw and nothing else is pretty um, staggering. Luke, Luke Miley, Luke Miley? Got like a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're making moves. <laughs> yeah, it's like not the moves that like, anyone wanted. It's like an aggressive like fu to the fans because like I am not opposed to. This is all, you know, predicated on the uh, extending Jose Ramirez. If that doesn't happen, I'm going to lose my mind on this team. Well, I like, think that's Dolan. Like I, like, but it, it's not crazy. To, you know, have Jimenez at short. Like today's lineup was Naylor amazingly came back. Like I didn't think that was going to happen until much later, but it's not crazy to have this type of lineup. Um, and maybe Quan's in the outfield. If you move Naylor to first, you know, like Rosario and left. Well, that's not that bad of a, like, uh, of a lineup. And it's good to see. You know, your youth, I know you have a bunch of the big names coming up in the next year. And, you know, maybe assuming you extend Jose, you have Bieber for another three seasons. You have your entire core and your clubhouse leaders then set set up for three to seven years, depending on Jose's extension. And like that, that is logical. But what's the thing we've talked about that this team does worse than anything other than spend money? It's their marketing and getting messaging out, and they suck at that. They yes. sucked at it with the Guardians' name change. Um, you know, getting people involved, getting players involved. Anytime, you know, when Dolan's just like, "Don't worry, like I'll handle this." The front office should be like, "Please, please don't, please don't talk. Like, don't talk about Lindor. Please don't handle any of this." Because it just infuriates the fans. I I think sometimes the fans are unrealistic and they're like, why aren't we spending like $150 million? But when you see the league average is now up to 133 and there are 22 teams in the league over $100 million, mm-hmm. you're going to get pretty mad. It's not 1992 anymore. And you they know? themselves admitted that they believe they can operate in the 110 range. Yeah, like currently. Like, like even... Like they 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 admitted that before the lockout that mm-hmm. you know and they were yeah, and we they were believe. looking to add payroll exactly so that's a disappointment it, it, it's a disappointment plus you see you see deals like Jock Peterson taking a one year six million dollar deal and you're like what in God's name well, prevented the Guardians I understand I'll that there might what. have been other factors at play with him hundred percent I get it. I, I understand that completely because he was talking mad shit about the Guardians after he signed. Well, he's also but, from the Bay Area. But that's the other thing is like then Matt Olson, who allegedly the Guardians were in on along with like Jesse Winker for those trades, 
Matt Olson's from Atlanta, so of course he goes to Atlanta and immediately signs a gigantic team friendly yeah deal. So it's like and, and Winker and Winker they want the Brave or the Reds were going to package at least some kind of bad deal to get Winker Suarez, yeah. which was so- Suarez. But I could have seen. I mean, they probably have another bad deal that they could get rid of too somewhere. I don't. I, know. I am looking though yeah. at Freddie Freeman's annual and Castellanos annual. If we're going to operate in the 110, adding $46 million, we're, we're just under that. And those yeah. are two really good players. Well, it goes back to your point, Fabs, that at this point, it's an absolute necessity that they sign Ramirez to an extension. It yeah, has to happen. You're going to sure. lose the fan. Like, you're going to be. Like you're gonna lose the fan base if you don't extend. You're gonna lose the team. They're gonna move yeah. that team if that happens. I mean, I mean, it, we've been saying we've been saying it all off season. A, a rebrand that has already pissed off a segment of the fans, coupled with the lockout, which has angered even more fans. You, you're getting, you're beginning to be, have a a base of casual fans that are so becoming so apathetic that if you don't resign yeah. Jose, what are you going to market them? I think we were joking in the texts a couple of days ago that, okay, cool. Like if you don't extend Jose, you can market Shane Bieber who pitches every five days, plays 32 times a season. That's great. But then you're going to have to move him in like, Another year. Yeah, potentially. Two, yeah, potentially. Two or three years. And know? then, okay, if you don't extend him, then, you know, you're, you're dropping down to Franwil Reyes. Yeah. And, it, and he's another really hard he's another generation good of baseball one. fans to, like, really care, care about a team when all of your best talent, you know it's gone in a few seasons. Like, it, it, it just... I, I know nobody really is ever in a uniform forever. Like there are very few players nowadays that like just stay on the same team forever. But you know, it'd be nice to like not lose them right as they're hitting their prime every single time. Well, and and this roster is stripped down to the studs, so there's literally nowhere else to go here. And so, with the payroll being like fifty three million dollars as it currently stands, there is nothing holding you back from signing Jose Ramirez. You could, you could sign him to a deal right now that increases his salary to 20 to this year, increases his salary to 20 some million dollars. And it would still barely register. Like you, you would have a $75 million payroll. So, so there's a guy from Univision who's been tweeting here lately. Yes, I've seen about that. that. That Mike Rodriguez. I wanted to oh, make okay, sure I got Univision. these guys. Okay, I was. I wasn't sure if he was like a legit person. I just yeah. saw a bunch of people retweeting. So his agents are working. Jose's agents are working really hard to get an extension before opening day. There are really good talks today. This is also the 29th. Um, you know, so like we said, you know, by the time this episode drops, maybe there's something. Um, Maybe not. Um, had really good talks, according to a source familiar with the situation. And then Hector Gomez, <clears throat> four minutes ago, now oh. five, 
According to a source very close to the talks, the Guardians will do whatever it takes to keep Jose with the team for the bulk of his career. To me, except, that's except spending more money. <laughs> to me, and bobbleheads. You want hot dogs and bobbleheads and fireworks? Hot dogs and bobbleheads, Jose. <laughs> we can only go so far here, man. Yeah, we're all. <laughs> well, I like. Know. I mean, that sounds good to me. If you if you're going to sign him till he's like 35 years old, it's like sure you can go play somewhere else when you're 30. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Because <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll get your. You'll be wearing our our. Uh, our be wearing our jersey the for the another six years yep. at least. Yeah, it's okay. So okay. Oh, Steve, I do want to point out something. I was Dude, finishing do. up the uh, baseball's back episode, and you had an amazing comment that Cleveland will riot if our major signing is we decide to re-sign Brian Shaw, and that's it. And I <laughs> burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> well, maybe I'm it's a good loving, thing that maybe it's a good thing we're so apathetic. <laughs> yeah, I'm loving. Yeah, I'm dead inside to it. Once, once everyone that uh, that Chris was like, these would be a good like this would be a great <laughs> fit. Once they got oh, yeah. stuff day after day after day, I was just like, whatever. Like, <laughs> I don't even think our Darius I think Garland in the, and Evan Mobley. <laughs> I think in the, like the two days it took for our episode to to get edited, literally. Three quarters of that list were gone. It was gone. Like it was, yeah. And I was like, oh, oh my god! It was especially depressing to like when the last one left was like Tommy Fam, and you were like, well, I mean, sure. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, that I'm actually going to see is there another Tommy Fan with much better stats than this guy <laughs> who's also not thirty four. Um, <laughs> maybe he's like twenty seven. I don't know. They can't mean this one, right? <laughs> Oh no! There's only the one. Darn it! Well, well that's that, a good point. That that I that, that's a good segue, Fabs. Um, because there was an article in the Athletic. Zach Meisel wrote, um, just like kind of like a throwaway sentence, but it really stood out to me. Uh, you know, he said that it's pretty clear the team was against signing <laughs> someone who might be only a slight upgrade and add one to two projected wins as it would delay the evaluation of younger players. And he threw out Quan and Palacios. Um, I mean, I guess with that line of thinking, I can't disagree with the lack of signings, but boy, oh boy, you know, transparency. That's all you need. Yeah. Literally, don't, if you say we want to, we like, we, Unless there is a free agent that can like add, you know, four or five or six wins in a position of need, we want to develop our young guys and re-sign our valuable guys. That's what we mean by spending money. Yeah. Then it's like, cool, now I know expectation. We're not gonna be in on Freddie Freeman. Like I didn't think we were, but like your your level setting, like, cool, that means you're gonna extend you're you're looking to extend Jose and you're looking mm-hmm. to maybe extend Bieber. Like mm-hmm. amazing. Yep. Like that's what I want. And that, and, would, be that season, would be a huge home run. That would be a home run. That would be incredible. You lock down your ace. You have an amazing pitching rotation anyway. You lock up third base. He's like the heart and soul of your team. And, you know, you know where you're at with a couple of the young guys. Like, we're heading in good trajectory. But, yeah, I want to see Quan play in the outfield. I'm pumped Naylor's coming back early. Like, if he develops and Quan develops – you have like one through six of your uh, your lineup like set in terms of like in, t- in terms of batting, and if they all develop this year, 
you're probably in the hunt for one of those wild card spots with how good your pitching is. So, so but just be clear about that. Like, say that from the get go. Yeah. Don't say like, oh yeah, we're gonna like be spending like money in this free agency period, and then we're you, we're like, gonna double you, our payroll. The trust is broken. Like the trust is already fractured. When you know Steve's talking about our largest signing in history being Edwin and Carnacion at seventy yep. million dollars. Like that's. That's pathetic. Like, what? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. So just be transparent about it. Like, if they told me that, I'd be like, cool. I can't. I'm. I'm gonna check every day for that Jose. I'm gonna get the new Jose jersey. I'm gonna get the Guardians Jose jersey once that news drops. Like, I'm. I'm all in on that. That's amazing. Oh, I want to see these young guys because it's really gonna be a with how good our development is and how good we are at like uh, uh, in our farm system and like developing guys. You're talking about like one season where it's like it might be meh. But you get to see the young guys, and then hopefully next year you're competing for the division. Like that's really what we're talking about. Well, yeah, and even Meh, I think, is a slightly above 500 season. Right, you're talking like 78 to 84 wins. So it's not really Meh that like some of the retrospectives we did of like the 65 win teams. Like that's not what we're talking about here. We're not yeah. Orioles territory. It's just like. And probably pretty interesting baseball and competitive baseball through the summer. So, like, it's not going to be that bad. But what if Quan is in the running for Rookie of the Year? Which what he has been Naylor, recently uh, named as a hot sleeper. Yeah. Yeah. And what if Naylor hits before his injury, you know, 280, 25 home runs, 30 home runs? Then, holy shit, like, you're plays, talking about, like, And if a he can play field. a respectable outfield. I'm not even yeah. talking, I, you know— he could be well, he slightly below, to. De, you know, league average. If you have Rosario there, he might take Bobby Bradley's strikeout spot. I, I've been yeah. saying, I've been saying too that I, you know, I, I really especially think, after the injury, I really think that Naylor was destined for first base or is I like destined, it, man. I should say, for first base. My only, I mean. <laughs> I got a lot of concerns, but my biggest concern is like, I love the youth movement from the standpoint of like, okay. Yeah. Is it Tommy Pham and Jock Peterson are like marginal improvements to the roster. Yeah. Um, but, but the issue becomes like, okay, what if, and, and Stephen Kwan might be a great hitter at some point in the major leagues, but between Stephen Kwan Andre Jimenez, Ernie Clement, Yu Chang, Owen Miller, uh, I, Bobby Bradley still, and even Josh Naylor to some extent. There are still so many more question marks around those players than there are any answers, even though they're all tearing the ball, the cover off the ball this spring, that you run the the thing that like a veteran signing would have done would have been to, to at least just provide some cover for these young players. Because if they yeah. either all struggle. No, I agree. If they either all struggle or get any of them get hurt, you're suddenly looking at like a situation where you have nothing else. It's not like you have any other options to turn to at that point. It's just going to be like, all right, well, I guess Arias are well, you ready. I I would disagree with that. You don't have anything else to turn to in a sense. But you are turning to more questions. Well, you're getting, I mean, you're getting significantly worse at that point because all of a sudden now you're saying, well, now Oscar Mercado or Bradley Zimmer or, you know, Daniel Johnson is going to have, they're going to have to get significant at bats. I'm I'm looking at, well, hopefully, I mean, 
Mercado's having a decent spring. (laughs) Nothing great. Uh, Daniel Johnson was having a decent spring. I mean, nothing great. But those three guys, if they're getting starting playing time, something has gone wrong. Because, (laughs) quite frankly, I would rather see a Quan or a Naylor, if we're not going to make a trade, which we'll get to later, um, if you're not going to make a trade and you're going to run it with those guys, I'd rather them go dip down and bring up Palacios or Oscar mm. Gonzalez. But that's just an interesting. And see what those a, guys that like start like, totally. But now but again, all of a sudden you're just like questions. that's more question marks. It's just going to be. It'll be. I w- I would say this: the season's either going to be like the coolest, like you know, shock the world type of season where the youth movement's in full force. And and again, the Guardians might, since they're literally seeing these players every day, might see something from a developmental standpoint where they might be confident in saying, like, you know what? Like, we might have a core here, but we got to see it play. We got to, like, see these guys get at bats. And it's either going to be a shock the world type of season or it's going to be, like, kind of a nightmare by, by July. I mean, and, maybe, maybe, and I mean, there's a team across the plaza at Gateway who I was predicting to win 30 games this year. They last night hit 42. Yeah, they did. So, I mean, no one left. Maybe some of that little magic runs up, rubs off. Maybe, you know, maybe. Well, that's. I mean, I mean it's not inconceivable. Fingers crossed. I would hate to look at, I would, I don't want to listen to this in May if I'm wrong, but like, it's not inconceivable that guys like Owen Miller or Andres Jimenez, who's still only 23, or any of these guys are better than, or even Josh Naylor, even though he was out with the injury. It's like, guys do develop, and and guys like Owen Miller have had almost no time in the majors. So like exactly, and and these guys are still so young. That's the one thing that I think we have to step back and pause and remind remind ourselves is you know we got Arias when he was like nineteen years old or twenty years old in that trade. You know we've been hearing his name for three seasons. He's a whopping twenty. Bobby Bradley's still like twenty five. You know, so let's give Bobby Bradley you know, another half season. And if he's still striking out a hundred times in half a season uh, with 12 home runs, then deuces, man. Like well, Bobby Bradley can it's, just have a, if he can just have a hundred WRC plus, I I will take it. Just hit league average. Yeah. With Which, power, and he was, he was, he was close. league average yeah. last year. I thought, he was like just a shade like, under. He was like darn close. Yeah, I think so. Which is crazy. Which is not the worst. I mean, it's not the worst thing. We can. I mean, what I. But how, the problem the, is, you we can't, were running out lineups that were well below league average last year. Yeah, and we and still we were, managed eighty wins. Yep, with no pitching. That's staff. why I don't get the win totals. I'm super confused by, like, one of them today has a seventy four wins finishing last in the division i love this well you know okay so i know we'll get into more of this as the season starts but like i love that like the tigers are a trendy 
you know, oh, they're going to be much improved because they signed Javier Baez. But it's like, what in the world do people think like that for the uh, how that lineup and that rotation is going to win you 80 to 85 games? I don't know. I, th- I just think also they had a top 10 MLB.com had a top 10 rotations. The Guardians weren't in the top 10 rotations, starting rotations for this year. Uh, yep. Yeah, I saw that earlier today. Uh, Anthony Castrovens, that's for sure. I that's um, crazy. The the one benefit of the doubt I was I'll give them on that is that we've seen all these flashes from all the guys in our our starting five, and actually even some guys who aren't even probably going to make the starting rotation. I just don't think we've seen it all together at the same time from all of those okay, guys. that's fair. So that's I was fair. like, Full on the one hand, I was like, Sabali. this is some yeah. BS that we're not getting respected even at like 9 or 10. But I was like, in fairness, all of our guys have not collectively done it at the same time, if that makes sense. And I was like, okay, let, like, let's slide under the radar. For I mean, yeah, man. Because... Let's- I'm pretty confident at the end of the year we'll be up in the top top five, if not knocking on the door of the top five. Nothing wrong Maybe with that. Six seventh best. I think too. You know, it's easy to look at the it's easy to look at the makeup of the team and just be like, from either a fan's perspective or even like a national media perspective, or even some local guys get caught up in this is like looking at it and just being like, oh, it's trash. Like, that's trash. And, like, unlike a lot of other sports, baseball requires a knowledge of the development side and who's coming up and what are they doing with this player. Like, Stephen, like, uh, you know, a Stephen Kwan, no, nobody knows who this guy is. And it's because he's been in the And it wasn't until last year that he really busted out. And even then, most people who don't pay close enough attention to the minors wouldn't really know that name. But here you have this young guy in camp who seemingly has come out of nowhere, but they've worked with this guy for years since they drafted him to develop the leg kick, to develop the little bit more power in his uh, swing to develop, you know, like these incremental steps that he's making have resulted in like the player you see now. So like the shit doesn't happen by accident. And so the Guardians have made a very conscious effort to try and develop hitters these days. Well, so it's like, and and let's, I don't think people are recognizing that to some extent. Yeah, and so let's also not forget that you know, to me, he's a very Michael Brantley type prospect, where he's oh, a totally. more of a gap gap hitter. You know, he's yeah. probably he probably fits in at left field. It's wouldn't you, know, you want Michael Brantley on this team right now? Hundred percent. I mean, it's like you know. And actually, the Michael Brantley comparison is probably even better now because you know Michael Brantley in his prime hit about twenty home runs. Stephen Kwan's probably not going to hit you twenty home runs. Like, let's just throw that out there. If you want a twenty home run, hundred RBI guy, Stephen Kwan is not your guy. But if you want a guy who could hit two eighty to three twenty consistently. You know, and do some things on the base pads and could maybe lead the league in doubles, you know, and get some stolen bases and do a lot of just stat 
fulfilling things. It's the guy you yeah. want. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, now I don't want to pin. Yeah, it's it, like I don't want to pin all of our hopes on Stephen Kwan. I feel you know because there's a good chance, <laughs> you know, he's going to get. I would say this: there's a pretty darn good chance he gets buried pretty quick uh, on this roster. I I could see. I would be shocked if he was like your opening day left field left fielder. Yes, I would be pretty blown away by. To that. me, I would like it, but yeah, it's not going to happen. To me, there's this like. So I don't want to like. No, yeah, no, I, I understand what you're saying. To me, I feel like there's this like artificial first wave of the guys that we have rattled off here in uh, Jimenez and Miller and Chang and Clement and Bobby Bradley to kind of prove it, and if the and once those guys fail. Then it's the Palacioses and Ariuses and uh, Quans that'll get their, sh- you know, their their turn. To, well, there's nothing to that showcase conceiv- themselves. There's nothing that conceivably should be stopping Quan. The problem is, I have this like sinking feeling that you're going to be seeing an opening day outfield that includes Mercado and left and Zimmer and right, and there's no. No, yeah. un, I, there's no reason on this planet for why that should be the case, other than the Guardians are doing the Jake Bowers thing, where it's like we're gonna give we're gonna give you the last effort, and then when Zimmer's hitting 138 in May, they'll finally, you know, be like, okay, that's enough. But it's like I clearly He's 29 years old. He is what he is at this point in his career. I hate to say it, I, what he is is not good. <laughs> yeah, he hits long home runs every <laughs> once in a great while. Yes, but he strikes out thirty five percent of the time. Yeah, great. Well, it's just a pain. You it's know, just a- more annoying. Like if, if they clearly have somebody who should start the season, and it's like if they don't do it, then you, you the criticisms the the major criticism of Francona over the years is that, and front office too probably con- collectively, um, is that they don't. They run with the guys they like. They run with the. Yep. They, they run, run with, with the, the old like, guys, the, the vets, and. Yep. I mean, it's pretty. Which cool. is hilarious. Consider it's not like we've been to the ALCS like three or four years, and it's like we we have to run with these like legacy players. It's like all the vets we're running with have just been, wholly mediocre for like four seasons. Like it's it's it's, it's a very annoying, stubborn thing that like. I don't want to see the vets. I'm good. I, I know what they are. I've, I I talked myself into like Mercado being like could be a 300 hitter, but hey, probably if, not. Hey, if he just I don't plays think against he's a 300 lefties, hitter, but if he just plays against lefties, he's going to be a very <laughs> very serviceable player. That's fair. Honestly, like he he actually deserves to be. On, first of all, he's a righty, and he deserves to be on the roster as like your Luplo, and that is a very yeah. like. Awesome. You need that position, yeah. but you don't need him starting. He's yeah. not an everyday outfielder. No. And Zimmer. 90 games. Mm-hmm. And and Zimmer has has had ample opportunities. So much. At this point. And and like 
has done no- and has done nothing with them and it would be a crime against humanity after the springs that like he's had versus any of these other like you know prospects that you would reward him with the opening day actually he might still get the opening day because there's no guarantee okay. Naylor is is going to be ready so I still think Naylor goes on some kind of rehab I was going to say like a rehab like a, he might start the season on the IL and and rehab would be my guess but I, mean, I just have that feeling that he's that's where he's destined for. Yeah, even though he's and it's maybe fine just to me. for some you know forty man manipulation. You well, know, now because okay, so can, before we before we uh, head out here, you bring up the manipulation. I do find it compelling that the rosters are going to be expanded to twenty eight guys through April. Yeah, that might guarantee at least Quan being on the roster. But there's But if he's going to be on the roster, he needs to play. Well, what yeah. were we saying about Daniel Johnson last year? Right. If you're going to put him on the roster, don't play sit him. him. Right. Play and him. That, see what he can do. Yep. We'll see. He had like 10 at bats. I know. I'm still not I know I know I left the Zimmer and Mercado trains a long time ago, but I ha- I'm not ready to do that with Daniel Johnson. I don't know for sure with this guy. They just no there's one something does. Like, yeah, there's just like something he got. He's getting the Greg Allen treatment, dude. He really is. Just like inconceivable, just like burying in the roster. I don't know. So, um, I don't know. It's it's it. It'll be, you know. Trust me, you got to talk yourself into getting it. It's a bummer because you sort of have to talk yourself into like. You know, amping yourself up a little bit for like the season. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. If these young guys can do this and this, the only saving, the only thing that's going to save anything here is, is if like you wake up and you see the tweet that Ramirez has signed an extension. That will literally wipe away every. They'll sell out opening day probably. It will. In like oh, a couple hours yeah. after that would be my guess. Which, I, I mean, last I heard, they're about forty five hundred tickets away from a sellout. And they're giving away an extra set of tickets too. Did you get did two we get games those? For the price of one? Did we get those? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, we gotta. We gotta. We'll talk offline. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it make good content. <laughs> talk about our game plans. Our listeners are like, oh, Steve and Chris are going to be at the. Uh, I'm going to assassinate the, them. <laughs> the May twenty uh, second game. Okay, so, cool. That's I actually awesome. go to baseball. To- I actually go to uh, baseball games in like a bulletproof uh, case, like the Pope. So, yeah, good, yeah, nice try. He does. He does. Come out of me. See if you can try. Yeah, um, he's a chief Wahoo Kevlar vest. <laughs> Trust me, there are plenty of Steve's people that have actually that. the guy. Guys, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pull the curtain back. It's I mean we're fifty episodes into this thing. Um, we're gonna pull the curtain back. Steve is actually one of those guys that you see on opening day Uh-oh. who's yelling. At the protesters. Oh uh, no! Oh no! We we Screaming didn't want to, you know, we didn't want to in their faces. We didn't want to say anything before. Mm-hmm. Now that you're a captive audience, you're stuck with us. Oh God! Dresses no. his daughter as Pocahontas. Oh no! Oh no! All right. <laughs> no, this, we are just a hundred percent, hundred percent fabricating that. Yeah, I feel. I feel. Don't as though condone it, that at all. Yeah. Um. 
I would need to uh, make a statement that that is not true. That is <laughs> I do not do any of that. And uh, me and I love are the Guardians with paperwork. <laughs> I want you. I want everybody to know that I bought the clubhouse hat today with the Guardian fastball G. So that just goes to it's show awesome. you that I would hey, never be hey, that kind of person. Can, I do want to say I said it in the group text. I got one right. I was zero for seventeen on the free agent signings. But I called that clubhouse hat with the flying G logo. Oh, it's nice. I got so, the spring training, and the spring training has some nice little accents, like the uh, the little MLB logo on the back. It's all like bright red, like this like mm-hmm. super bright red, like metallic. Um, the cactus symbol on the side is really nice, and I got the um, Red Bill. Diamond G, like uh, stretch fit. Diamond, hat. C, you so, mean Diamond C? Yes, thank you. Diamond C stretch yeah. fit hat. So I've, I've, I have two Guardians hats because yeah. the Guardians come to LA to play the Dodgers in June. Ooh, so. baby. Battle the payrolls. Nice. Oh, and one of the nights is Sandy Koufax uh, plaque night. They give away oh, Sandy oh, Koufax that's plaque sweet. to everybody. So. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna, cool. I think I'm going to go to that one. Oh, very nice. Okay. Well, good. Everybody now knows what our plans are for some early season baseball. Um, okay, let's wrap this one up. This one's a goner. We'll be back. Um, we're going to be talking some... We're going to go back to the Brian Reynolds well for our next episode. So uh, be sure to uh, watch us debase ourselves and try to convince ourselves we can make this deal happen. Um, in the meantime... Uh, follow We're keeping us on it social. out there in the universe to make it Just happen. Manifest it, baby. Follow us on social at Cal Penal Pod, and we'll catch you later. <laughs>